0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Chad Prather Show. Yeah, it's been a minute. We uh, took a little break through the holidays and through the month of January. We had a little transition that went on. I think probably many of you have noticed what's been going on. um, And I'll be happy to fill you in on that. But mostly, I'm just glad to be back with you. I want to spend a little bit of time talking to you about what's happening, what's going on, what's coming in the future, and how excited I am that we are now on a new platform. I think bigger, better than ever, and I have some very exciting news that I'm going to share with you about uh, a change that's coming up when it comes to the podcast, and I think you're going to like it very, very much. I hope that everybody had great holidays, and I know that now we are into the month of February, and 2019 is rolling right along, and we're excited to be rolling along with it. I, I feel like we're off to the races here in so many big ways, and I have you to thank for that. Thank you for the support. Yes, it's true. We are now, we were working on a show uh, with CRTV, and as you know, CRTV merged with Blaze Media that became Blaze TV. And it's uh, it's an exciting move, it really is, because you have this conglomerate, this connection and collection of conservative, common sense uh pro-america honest voices that are out there some you love some you don't love some you agree with some you don't agree with hey guess what that's life and you you should listen to people that you don't always agree with i do and it's okay um It's uh, one of those things where you should be open to a lot of different ideas that are coming your way because, hey, if you have convictions and you know what you believe, there's nothing wrong with either being reinforced in what you believe or even being challenged in what you believe so that, hey, you know, you might even have your mind changed. Don't be so rigid in your convictions. Listen to the folks that are out there, and I promise you Blaze TV is going to give you perspectives from all walks of life. My gosh, they even let a guy with a cowboy hat come on their network. So I'm excited about it. We moved from Podcast One. I got to say thank you to the incredible support that I got from the folks at Podcast One uh, for just over the year that we were with them. They gave us an incredible platform, an incredible audience, and I'm excited um, you know, about everything they do and such a great relationship. And they were so gracious when I came to them and I said, hey, you know, we're going to be having this TV show called Humor Me on Blaze TV Uh, We would like to move our podcast over there. That way we've got everything, sort of all the eggs in one basket, and we like it that way. That way when we're promoting, you know, we don't have any mixture in terms of the voices of what we're trying to, uh, you know, who who we're with and and who our team is. So I'm excited that the podcast, uh, the Chad Prather Show, is now over on Blaze Media, Blaze TV. And here's the exciting thing. So starting in the next week, you are going to have the opportunity to watch – to watch the Chad Prather Show. You don't just have to listen anymore. You can get it on YouTube. uh, You can get it on Blaze TV, which I encourage, if you have not picked up the streaming Blaze TV app, get it get it. If you have a smart TV or you have Roku or you have an Apple TV device, get it. Go to blazetv.com slash chad. You can use promo code chad. It'll save you some money. It works out to about seven and a half dollars a month. So, uh, you know, forego one big night out on the town and get Blaze TV. Support conservative voices. You've got graham allen you've got phil robertson you've got um you've got eric bowling john i i could just i could go on and on and on with all of these guys that are just incredible folks i mean stephen crowder all the way down and so we're excited about all that stuff roaming millennial well, allie beth stuckey I, I could just list people all day long so anyway anyway i'm excited about it go to but. chat. Guess what? You're going to be able to watch it. So we're in the middle of building out a temporary set uh, over at the Mercury One Studios there at Blaze Media, and I'm—we're building a, a full set which is under construction right now, which is exciting. But we have a temporary set now. We're calling—I'm calling all of my sets going forward Studio 22. I have some specific reasons for why I'm doing that. Those of you who know me know why. But we're going to be coming to you from Studio 22. Uh, and it's going to be some fun, fun stuff. You'll be able to watch it. You'll be able to see Jade, which I know all of you care about doing that because she's pretty to look at. You'll be able to see the beautiful face of Mr. Party Foul Steve, who's sitting across from me right now at the desk. Say hi to the world. Hi to the world. Hey to the world. Party Foul Steve, you, you look like crap. You sound like crap. You've been sick as a dog. I had the flu while we were in Nashville. Yeah, we took a trip. Steve, Steve wanted to go with us on a little trip to Nashville, a little jaunt over to Tennessee. I had been in Michigan, Lansing, Michigan. I spoke with uh, at an event. It was the Michigan Farm Bureau. I spoke to them along with uh, Coach Mark D'Antonio, the head coach of Michigan State University's football team. So that was fun and a pleasure. We had a good time with those folks. And then I met the guys uh, that that produce our show, Humor Me for Blaze TV, down in Tennessee. We were going to do a little project we're working on with Mr. John Rich of Big & Rich, and John had the flu. So you were taking me to the airport and what did you do? I coughed. You coughed and I said, "Are you sick?" And you said, "I'm not sick." You that's one of the things. You never admit you're sick. No. See, you have this belief system. Yeah, explain explain to people. No, I you I'm you not know, making you, fun you of you. you I believe it too. I Just, believe you put I'm putting out
1: there it, you're definitely
0: Yeah. You basically rise to pursue your the confession of your mouth. The things that you put out there in the world In the universe sometimes tend to come back and haunt you. That is very true. Yeah and I know you you strongly believe that you don't like to talk about anything negative but I looked at you and I said are you sick and you said no I'm not sick and then about 15 minutes later I coughed and you said are you sick (laughs) and I uh, guess what I by the time I got to Michigan that afternoon I was coming down with a little cold I had a little cough that settled in my chest and then we got to Nashville, And I think we all felt like crap. We did. Yeah.
1: We still had a good time.
0: Yeah. So we, 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 you stayed in bed for two days. Yeah, but one day I went out. Yeah, and that probably really did you probably in. Probably did me in. That first night out, you, you probably, yeah, you mixed uh, some uh, alcohol and cold medicine. Yeah, it was not good. <laughs> Are you feeling better now? Yeah. I think everybody right now has kind of had either the flu or a cold. Mine was just a bad cold. I mean, it was 80 degrees yesterday, and it's 30 today. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and when you're flying, you're in a metal tube at 30,000 feet. It's a, it's a pressurized compartment in the sky, and you're breathing a recycled version of everybody's funk uh. that that's putting it out there, which is gross. So I – you know, it's kind of hard – We're probably fortunate, and I know that you're big on the vitamins, I'm big on the vitamins, we're probably fortunate that we don't get sick more often, because we don't really get sick. Usually once a year for me. Yeah, we don't really ever get sick. And yours was a mild case. Mine, I guess, could say I was a mild. Yeah. You know, it just you just feel congested and all the junk. And we were on the phone yesterday with uh, – I was on the phone with Vince Moreno, uh, who's opening for us on a number of shows. We've got him coming up in uh, Salina, Kansas, this week on the 15th of February, also in Wichita Falls and, and San Angelo, Texas, this week. And Vince is going to be with us. And it was funny because uh, he thought – I was on the phone with him, and he goes – is this really you talking to me because your voice is so different from being sick he goes i I, I thought this is party foul Steve on the phone maybe jacking with me a little bit so a sick chad sounds like me <laughs> <Apparently> <laughs> <It's> like... so because <laughs> he knew you had been a little under the weather but he goes man you don't even sound like yourself <clears throat> so fortunately my voice uh I still have a little bit of congestion but I uh somebody slapped the dog over there what's she doing there she goes she'd be scared out of her wits over there yeah, my, my not Willie, but June. We have, you know, as you know, we have three dogs. Willie, June, and Cash. June, she's in the house. She's a house dog. She's constantly on the search for food, wanting attention. And so she's up here. She's got her paws up on the desk. She thinks Steve smells like bacon. We have, conti- we, we kind of, we went to Vegas, and we were out there with RW Arms, our good buddies at RW Arms. We had a great event at the Aria. Ran into uh, our pal Mike Rowe, hung out with him a little bit. We were with The Undertaker. Uh, and we went out to Sig's uh, range day and shot all of Sig Hours firearms that day. And uh, <clears throat> I don't remember any of that. I don't place. either. Do that know? was a really fun week. <laughs> <laughs> it was an expensive week, I can tell you that. Uh, but our thanks go out to RW Arms. We were out there with them, and, and we kind of decided we were going to cheat a little bit on our keto diet. And the thing about cheating, and we didn't do bad. I didn't do bad. I didn't, didn't. do bad. You know, it's that late night stuff. I kind of decided on the keto. I was like, it's time. I've been so strict for two months. I said, I'm going to take, I'm going to cheat a little bit on this. And I'm going to have some carbohydrates and stuff like that. And I had a little bit. But, you know, a little bit gets easier and easier to do. And so for the last two weeks, I can't say that I've been real faithful to my keto lifestyle. I, I let myself go ahead and eat some of the things that I enjoy. I had a plate of pasta. I've had, you know, a hamburger white castle with the, I've had some hamburgers. Yes, I have. I had some French fries, those kind of things. And yes, I, I have kind of been off. It's so guess what I did. I gained weight. I, I gained like four pounds. Yeah. Four pounds that's... in the last two weeks. So that's unacceptable. I got to get it back. So I'm back on keto. Are you back on it? As of today, yes. As of today, okay.
1: Yeah. Nashville, I kind of ate White Castle. Kind <laughs> of, we midnight. did it both. We did it yeah. both
0: nights. Now, funny story. So we were leaving. We were coming back. We rented. Uh, it's a hotel, but it's it's set up like a condo. So we we had a couple of two bedroom apartments that we were staying in. And so the first night on the way back to the apartment, um, I, we had the Uber driver go through the White Castle. Because see, yeah, I grew up in the South where they have crystals, and I love crystals. I'd rather have crystals than White Castle, but people know what White Castle is. So those crystal hamburgers, I mean, they're just so good. They're just like gut bombs. Just boom, eat those things, and you can eat like a dozen of them. So we go through the thing. You weren't, you were with us that night. no you weren't no let's see because you had gone back you had already already ubered back back. and so so we go through the drive-through with the uber driver and i talked him into getting a couple of chicken sandwiches and then i was trying to set him up from the back seat with my window rolled down i was trying to set him up with the girl working in the window and they were actually interested in each other like the uber driver and the girl working the window they were they were actually so who knows man it might have been i might have played cupid right here before valentine's day who knows matchmaker matchmaker we should start a show uh i then we had an uber driver the following night we go through there and i ordered the thing i said okay there's there's a package deal you know how you order off the numbers yeah and i said okay i want like the number 10 and i think this is where our, our producer sean foster i think this is where he got confused because i think he thought there were 10 hamburgers in there and there were 20 and so i said I promise you that's enough. He goes, no, we need to order one more. So he screams into the box, we want a second one. We need two number 10s. And I said, dude, you know you just messed up, right? So they make us pull forward into the parking lot, right? <clears throat> and because now they got to cook 40 hamburgers for four of us, you know, so so they got to cook 40 hamburgers. And so we're waiting out there forever. The guys go in to use the restroom. Well, they come out carrying this bag after bag of, of all of this food, and Sean was like, man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What are we going to do? So we had we had White Castle coming out of our nose both that night and for breakfast the next morning. It was ridiculous. Because, I mean, honestly, I only ate like two or three of those things. But. I think I ate
1: six of them. <laughs> and two chicken.
0: You had some chicken ones, too? Yeah. We had chicken, too?
1: I ordered Good it. Good God, it was no,
0: a $55 White Castle, I, On Bill. a separate occasion, I ordered <laughs> Uber Eats. And oh, that's they right. The night you were so sick, you yeah. ordered Uber Eats. I wasn't too sick to eat. I've never <laughs> done that. I've never, I've never. Now, Allison has. Allison, Allison has ordered. When we when she's been on the road with us, she's ordered. She's discovered that everything can be delivered. Yeah. Like have liquor groceries and groceries glitter. and the whole thing. Now, we can't do that near, down here where we live. I don't okay. know if you can, because you're technically across the county line. You're yeah. you're in the city. I don't know if I can do that Uber
1: Eats or not. I don't know. I'm gonna try it. You should give it a shot. Let me know. They can bring some water
0: burger to my house. So we just and we just had a good keto lunch, which was also I guess breakfast, brunch, whatever you want to call it. But I, I, I cooked hamburgers, hamburger patties with bacon and egg and cheese. It was like a bacon salad with beef. Yes. It was good. It was good. It was good. But that was the first hardcore keto meal I've had. Now, because I've been drinking the fat, you know, I've got the stuff that I put in my coffee, the butter and the, you know, to make the bulletproof coffee and all that stuff. So yeah, the key to keto for me is I got to start in the morning. You do. I got to start in the morning. So anyway, got to be TV skinny because you folks are going to be watching the podcast. You're going to be watching humor me on blaze TV. You're going to be able to watch the Chad Prather show on blaze TV. You're going to be able to watch it on YouTube. I'm excited about it. The Humor Me show, we've it's been successful now. I mean, the, the last two, we, we've done two episodes that have been out the last two Wednesday nights. It debuts, uh, every episode premieres on Wednesday night on Blaze TV. And we did one on masculinity. And we shared a video of us talking about it with John Rich and Larry Gatlin when we were at John's house a while back. And that is at about 3.7 million views on Facebook alone, just that snippet, which is great. And then we've got... Um, uh, we did an episode on getting offended, and I watched the full episode last night on the big screen, and I got offended. You did? Now, no, it was, it was great. It was good. I, 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 we kind of challenged. On, people. I watched it yesterday on the airplane. That one was a little risque. We kind of challenged people a little bit on yeah, that. There were some. Uh, we had guests uh, Tyson Pfeiffer and of course the Cajun Queen uh, Caroline Picard. Great comedians. They were our guests on that. And we have some fun stuff coming up. We're going to be talking about this this week's episode. We're talking about faith. Versus religion, uh, we're going to be talking about um, um, we're going to be talking about uh, 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 marijuana yeah. on, a, on an upcoming episode. We've got some exciting things about that you'll love. Interesting conversations. We're going to challenge you with this show, and, and we're going no topic is off limits. We're going to talk. We're going to talk to uh, folks who would consider themselves gay conservatives. For whatever I, They're just conservatives in my mind, but you know, yeah. people who, who who identify as gay conservatives. I want to talk to anybody. We're going to talk to several folks who lean very far on the left. We're going to be hanging out. We're going to CPAC in Washington, D.C. the end of this month. So we're going to be in that wild, crazy show at CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference, which is huge in D.C. We're going to be there for two or three days before we head out to Seattle. So we're going to need to conservative yes. it up before we go to Seattle and get that, get that anointing rubbed on us. But I've been loving like we've added the characters. No apologies, like triggered uh who who offends people, and we have Reverend that segment. Swindle. Yeah, we have that segment on the show called "Getting Triggered," and and Trigger just offends everybody. And I have people. It's so funny because people say you shouldn't make fun of Southern culture like that. Please, that's my family. It <laughs> is, and I, that's not just that's not just Southern that's no. everywhere. I've said it redneck is everywhere and and it's just salt of the earth. It's it, what it is, it's not making fun of anything. It's just salt of the earth uh southern hillbilly redneck whatever phrase you want to call it. It's just it's just comfortable in your own skin conversation and I grew up with that, you know. I grew up with those people who were like Trigger bows and still have friends who are that way. And I love their way, their outlook, their way of looking at life. And that's kind of where that character emerged for me. And then we do, we have the Reverend Harold B. Swindle, uh, who's trying to get his private jet. That's fun. We have the burned out rocker, um, Axel Sebastian, who's going to be on an upcoming episode when we're talking about uh, sex we have an episode about sex so you'll want to make sure you get blaze tv because we're going to talk about sex we're going to talk about obviously marriage we're going to talk about um, um, parenting and it, just having fun with it and, and we're going to have a segment called party foul on the prowl on the prowl where we turn steve loose with a microphone at our events and uh, we've got some questions we're going to just ask the general public which is going to be that's going to be fun, that's
1: gonna be fun. Gonna I'm going to have fun with
0: it. Party foul on the prowl. Now, that's That genius. sounds creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you're doing the interviews with a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. But, no. I think we're going to have fun with this thing, and it's going to be good. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, I was I was riding. Uh, I'm excited. I'm just excited because big things are coming, and I can't wait to, to for you guys to see the new set and just see what we're doing as we're kind of under construction. It's a fun little narrative. As we build, and and we have you to think. Like I said earlier, you know, we were we had this podcast for again, I, we're nobodies, but we had we had almost three million downloads in twelve months last year. Which listen, that's, that, that's not that's not Sean Hannity, Dan Bongino, Mark Marin, you know, Joe Rogan numbers, but I'll take you know three million a year. That's no that's no slouch. That's a lot of people listening to a podcast. That is. If you look at, there's about 600,000 podcasts in the world. The average podcast gets about 30 downloads a month. Wow. Think about That's that. That's it? That's it. 30 downloads a month per podcast out of out of, out of of over half a million podcasts that exist out there that are for public consumption. And I have people all the time say, well, we don't like as many ads. Well, you like getting it for free, don't you? So you take your little finger and you scoot the little slide button over if you don't want to hear the ad reads. And so you're going to hear ads in the podcast. That's how we're able to deliver it to you for free, for free, for free. You know how... I like free. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez wants to give you your health care for free, for free, for free, for free. But I, I uh, you know, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We, we've got... Uh, so many fun things that we're gonna do. We're gonna be able to do the podcast on the road. We're gonna be able to do it in the studio. It's gonna be great stuff. So, so I'm I'm looking forward to all of that stuff. But three million in twelve months when you when you pack that, you know, I mean, that's those are great numbers. I'm trying to do some math in
1: my head, but now I I,
0: what what I my goal is a million a month. My goal, my immediate goal, is to do a million downloads per month. Uh, which is a lofty goal, but I think with the support of folks like Blaze TV and the the different folks that we have, because we have strength in numbers now. That's the beauty of it. It's it's great that we can you know, be a part of this huge team of voices and personalities, and I'll tell you, I've spent time with every single person, and I'm so impressed with just the graciousness of everybody, uh, even the folks behind the scenes, not just the faces and the voices that you see, the men and women, on the camera or on the microphone, but the folks behind the scenes that make it happen— the incredible support group—and I'm excited about it. I think we can get to a million. I see the Chad Prather show. I think we can be one of the biggest podcasts in the country.
1: I think so. It's and gonna gonna get con- we're going to we're going to get fun con- doing it.
0: We're going to get controversial. We're going to have some fun guests on here, and of course, you know, we're going—it's going to be set up basically like uh, a daytime talk show right now. So just think, Oprah with a cowboy hat on. I know it's a ridiculous image. I
1: Actually, I think she's some kind of senator in
0: Florida. <laughs> no, yeah. That's South Texas, baby. That's South Texas. But I'm excited about it. So have you have you paid attention? Since I brought up this Ocasio-Cortez lady, uh, 29-year-old congresswoman from New York, that somehow— uh, this former bartender, this uh, this person got elected by the constituency, <laughs> by the electorate in New York. And I'm fascinated by this chick. I really, I didn't want to give her any attention. You know, like my writers at politicalcowboy.com, they kept wanting to do articles on Ocasio-Cortez. And I said, stop giving her so much press. Stop, because I almost feel like she's that laser pointer to cats that the, that the left is kind of throwing out there, and they're all, you know, we just kind of focus on that while they're over here doing all this other crazy stuff. But this chick is impossible to ignore. I mean, she's impossible to ignore. And I don't know how much you folks listening are paying attention to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, but it is pure entertainment. It is, I mean, it. this is like a skit. This is sketch comedy off of Saturday Night Live. The stuff every time she opens her mouth, it's it's a ridiculous faux pas. So the internet has been loaded with the memes and the jokes and the fake tweets and all of these different things. But are you paying attention right now to what she's talking about with what's called the Green New Deal? This was her proposal that she put out there, going to submit to Congress about taking care of the Earth, basically.
1: Do you see this thing? Yes, yeah, she's going to
0: get rid of all the airplanes. Yes, yeah,
1: uh, <clears throat> ten years.
0: So I'm in one in one sense I'm sick and tired of this chick, but at the, another time I'm like, oh, don't stop! I mean, first of all, the Democratic Party, when it comes to the election in 2020 for a president, they're going to have like 50 people running for president. They, I mean, they got them, they're just, they're announcing every week, and it, and they got to be radical left. They got to be radical, just with these ludicrous ideas. Because you can't just be a normal Democrat anymore. You've got to be crazy. You've got to be radical. You've got to be out there, man. I mean, you've got to be trying to teleport to outer space or something. It just, you, you, can't just, you can't just come out and say, well, I'm a classic Democrat. You saw with the CEO of, of uh, Starbucks, who has been a Democrat, a left-leaning Democrat forever. And you know he comes out and announces that he may run. He's kind of doing a fact-finding tour to see if he should run as an independent. And they're crucifying him. He's too successful. You can't have a billionaire who is who's running for president. How dare he be successful and try to run for president? We need a bartender, <laughs> you know. We we need Kamala Harris, who you hey, know, bartenders are pretty smart. That, well, they I got to mix a lot of drinks. There's a, there's a lot to keep up in that head, that's for right. sure. And uh, but I don't know what kind of bartender AOC is. I, she might be fantastic. She might make a wonderful Manhattan, but so do I. And I don't want to run for Congress, but you know, you got uh, Kamala Harris, who, of course, you know her history with the mayor of San Francisco. You know, she's thrown her hat in the ring. She's going to run for president. And uh, oh my gosh, you know. And what's funny is she's like of Indian descent. She's not even African American. She's not black. But did you know this? No, I didn't. Look up a uh, Kamala Harris. Look up a family picture. But I was just going on looks. I don't know, but look up a family picture. She's not, but it doesn't matter. Anybody can, anybody, we, Sean King and, and that Dola chick who was running the NAACP, that can all, you can all be black these days. I don't understand, unless you're the governor of Virginia and the attorney general of Virginia and the everybody else in Virginia who apparently, we won't get into all that stuff. But anyway, so Ocasio-Cortez is obviously addicted to the attention that has been poured onto her because she can't stop. She can't shut up long enough. She's got to get more of it. I was going to say, it. if she could just shut up for a few
1: minutes, let things kind of settle. But she's got to open her mouth
0: again. And, well, I love the interview she did with Anderson Cooper where she said, well, you don't have to be factually right to be morally correct. Well, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, fundamentally, do. yes, you do. You can't lie and be morally correct. So it's kind of facts sorta of do matter. It's not about how you feel, but welcome to this post millennial, you know, world we live in where everything is existential. So 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 enter her existential uh new green deal. She loves the attention, but yeah, and that's all she's gotten since she won, you know, that that well, actually all the way back to the primary win she got last year. So you know what? conservatives are just as much to blame for the attention she's getting as the adoring left-wing media for her huge head and this endless coverage so so first of all i'm talking about her i'm giving her press yeah i should be ashamed of myself i really should of course though it is impossible to ignore her latest attempt to get her name in the headlines yet again because it is the it's the absolute culmination of everything wrong with her presence in politics in the first place. It really is. And uh, let me just tell you, she comes up with this Green New Deal, which we'll talk about. She unveils this thing yesterday, and she is bat blank crazy. This proposal, what she wants to do, uh, from her fairy tale land that she lives in, obviously. And I and I don't want to sound mean because I'm not mean spirited. But this is just this – is, this is someone in – this is a congresswoman. It just sounds like a big joke. From New York. This sounds like something that was written by an eighth grader in a class project that said this is what it would look like if kids rule the world. That's, that's what we're talking about here. So when I was in – let me tell you a story, Steve. All right. When me. I was in eighth grade, I ran for class president. Okay. School year had started – I was nominated, I ran for class president of the 8th grade. I ran against uh, a guy, Uh, he's a football player, we became friends later, we were friends, his name was Rocky Laster, Rocky Laster. So the two candidates, Chad Prather and Rocky Laster, going head to head, we we had our campaign posters and the whole thing, nothing's changed. I mean, this is, you know, 8th grade. It came time for us to give a speech in front of the student body, the entire middle school. Eighth grade, seventh grade, sixth grade. They all got to vote. So I gave my speech. I have always been somewhat eloquent at giving a speech. I've always been capable of that. And I and I gave a decent common sense. This is what I think student government is about. This is what it should be. And this is what we intend to do. I even threw in a quote from John F. Kennedy. You can't go wrong. Did you make promises that you couldn't keep? I did not keep? make promises that I could not keep. Oh, I God. was running a fair and honest campaign to run Tut Middle School. Okay. I had full intentions. Full intentions. By the way, the guys who sing for Lady Annabellum went to the same middle school. Now, granted, I'm older than them. But they did. Are you taking credit for that? No, not at all. But oh, okay. I, I like to think that I left the greatness of my effervescent presence behind, and they came up in my shadow. And who knows? There who you are, knows? taking credit for There them. you go. So I... um. I gave a fair and balanced speech to to this student body. I quoted JFK. You can't go wrong with that. And uh, even the principal of the school, he saw me a couple of days later in the lunch line in the cafeteria. He said, said, you gave a great speech. He goes, that was a really good speech. Uh, He said, I appreciate what you said. He said, honestly, it's a shame you lost the election. Now, let me tell you why I lost the election. Because Rocky got up. And he said, we're going to let you choose whatever school lunch you want each day of the school year. We're going to put soda machines, Coke machines in the hallways. We're going to have snack machines in the hallways. We're going to reduce the price of school lunches. Now, this guy, bless his heart, had zero ability to deliver any of that. None.
1: So he but made he was promises. talking
0: to twelve-year-olds and thirteen-year-olds and fourteen-year-olds. Yeah, he made promises that there was no possible way that he could keep. He just got up there and started promising things. He just promising things. I mean, you're gonna get a you get a free T-shirt, and you get a free T-shirt, and you get a free T-shirt. Zero capability whatsoever. He he had no ability to bring a Coke machine in and put it anywhere in the cafeteria or anywhere else in in, in at Tut Middle School. But he won the election. Why? Because he made promises that he couldn't keep. And and you were dealing with children, children, literal children, who didn't understand that. So back to Ocasio-Cortez and her Green New Deal. She comes out, and obviously she's a socialist. She wants America to be socialist, wants to turn our nation into Venezuela quicker than you can say 1 million percent inflation. But here's the thing. So one of the proposals in this deal is, yes, yeah, she wants to rebuild every building in the United States— she wants to rebuild every building or at least upgrade it so that it is energy efficient and clean energy run, okay? So, and she admitted in the proposal that if you took all the resources from every billionaire that's out there, it still wouldn't be enough to do this. What's her proposal? What's her solution? We just print more money. We just print more just money.
1: print more money.
0: That's all you got to do, man. You just print more money. This chick literally, if, if, she, if she could clone herself... And those two ladies could put their heads together, uh, it would sound like a bowling alley. It really would. I mean, this chick, like, if you took all the brains, all the brains in Congress and and crammed it all together and stuck it in her skull, I'm at a point now where I'm starting to think you might have one reasonably intelligent human being. <laughs> I mean, there's just not there. This is the stuff. She wants to make air travel obsolete. She says hey, everybody can get – we can we can make that happen just through – high-speed trains and i don't know how we're going to get to hawaii
1: yeah no kidding
0: <laughs> maybe maybe she has this tunnel idea to get under you know to go under the ocean i don't know or maybe we build a big ramp right on the coast of california and we'll just sling that sucker over there just that yeah. train just run off and shoom. or maybe the train hit the water so fast it'll just skip across the pacific ocean like a rock like somebody threw it on a smooth lake I mean, so you're gonna, so so. What are you going to do? You're going to propose a, you know, pylons and a, and a track for a high speed speed train that's going to run five thousand miles across the Pacific Ocean. I don't I don't think so. I don't think so. So this this is what I'm talking about. This is ridiculous. This is I mean this this is this people put their heads together and came up with this stuff with her and and they've submitted this whole deal. So air travel obsolete. Get rid of all all fossil fuels. Any. Combustion engine has to go away now. Now your military, we're gonna we're gonna fly kites, I guess, because we can't have jets anymore. We can't have bombers. Can't run anything like that. In, in the grand scheme of things, her
1: ideas are so outlandish and, out, and crazy that um, it's gonna bring it'll bring the left back to center. I hope you're right. I, I think I
0: am. I think they go. Whoa! Wait a minute. Well, it's interesting. Some of the folks on the left who initially endorsed this Green New Deal, and then all of a sudden I don't think they knew what they were agreeing to when they were asked. Like, for instance, Kamala Harris, talking about her again, they ask her a yes or no question, do you agree with the Green New Deal? And she didn't say yes or no. She just said, I agree with a a Green New Deal. I don't know that she knew. And then, of course, Nancy Pelosi came up with a a, – environmental basically commission in order to look at things that need to happen changes that need to happen for climate change and left her off it left her off so she didn't invite alexandria ocasio cortez i think
1: those two are going to go at it pretty hard
0: we'll see we'll see i i you know she wants to ban combustion engines she wants to require that all new jobs be unionized she wants to put an end to the entire american energy sector. And what was it you were saying you were talking uh, about? Uh the one I like financial security for
1: those unwilling to work. <laughs> Unable so, or unwilling. Yeah, so everybody so so I'm unwilling. Thinking, hey, that might be a pretty good retirement plan. I him. can't
0: get over. I can't get over that. Um and I want to look up on Twitter here because our friend Allie Beth Stuckey, she had a she had a funny one. Um let me look her up real quick because that was the thing. She said, I want, you know, I, I want everybody taken care of. I want everybody to have the same, you know, a fair wage, that stuff, and blah, 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 blah. And Allie, she posted earlier, she said, I still can't get over the quote, unwilling to work part. I can't stop thinking about it. Unwilling. 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 <laughs> she spelled it out. Oh, so, yeah, that's um, that's pretty funny. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. You know, I, there's a lot of people unwilling to work, but that doesn't mean you should get a wage. So she's she's hilariously... you got to help wash dishes at my house if you want to eat. I mean, <laughs> she is terribly concerned about cow farts. She doesn't know. She says, so their goal for this was 2030. Like, she said, I think we could achieve all of this by 2030. But she said... One of the big issues is cow farts. This this isn't a freaking proposal that's sent to Congress. Cow farts. She literally said the phrase cow farts because of the methane. So apparently we need to develop a beano medicine for the bovines. Bovine beano.
1: Bovine beano.
0: Doesn't that sound good? What a product. Bovine beano. Stop your cow from farting. Maybe we design these filters
1: that you shove up cow's ass.
0: You could. Hey, saying. is your Angus sick in the anus. Use bovine beano. <laughs> bovine Bino. We just put a filter right here. We're just the cow ass filter. I'm going to tweet that later on, Party Foul. Yeah. That's pretty that's, good. We're going to put filters in the cow's butt. Gosh, if I wasn't doing a podcast right now, I'd tweet it right now. So here's here's an actual quote. Uh, here here's I mean you want to know why Republicans and people on the right can't take her seriously. Just not because they say, well, she's just young and inexperienced. Oh, no. And she also says the absolutely most idiotic things and, and, and not only boldface just trying to completely destroy our economy in the next 10 years, but she's leading the charge against cow farts. Here's an actual quote from the frequently asked questions of the proposal Why 100% clean and renewable and not just 100% renewable? Are you saying we won't transition to fossil fuels? She said, yes, we're calling for a full transition to fossil fuels and zero greenhouse gases. Anyone who has read the resolution sees that we spell this out through a plan that calls for eliminating greenhouse gas emissions from every sector of the economy. Simply banning fossil fuels immediately won't build a new economy to replace it. This is the plan to build the new economy that spells out how to do it technically. Here we go. We do this through a huge mobilization to create the renewable energy economy as fast as possible. We set a goal to get to net zero rather than zero emissions in 10 years because we aren't sure that we'll be able to fully get rid of farting cows and airplanes that fast. But we think we can ramp up renewable manufacturing and power production, retrofit every building in America, build a smart grid, overhaul transportation and agriculture, plant lots of trees, and restore our ecosystem to get to net zero. <laughs> That's been removed. So, so she took that down. She received so much heat for such a ridiculous statement that they actually remove that. But the Green New Deal itself remains. It's indescribably insane if she thinks any of this is even remotely viable. So, again, it reminds me of an eighth grader who's running for something, promising things they can't, you know, if kids rule the world. Well, and I hope, listen, I hope that this, this trend has to change. I hope you're right. I hope it pulls folks on the left more back towards the middle yeah, you know, I don't believe in being centrist. I don't believe in being moderate. I think if you're a moderate, people call themselves moderate, which basically means I don't want to take sides. That's your way of putting your head in the sand. I, I think we're in a place where you gotta believe in something. I, I believe that, but also believe that's where you get stuff done is in the middle. We well, gotta work together. Yeah, I mean, people have to bend. They gotta be flexible. And and you've heard me say over and over a million times that you know you want to come into the center of the bird. I mean, you want to you don't want to be out on the wings. Uh, but you gotta pick a side. I mean, and it's getting crazy. When you got the Virginia governor who's talking about infanticide and, and when the State of the Union comes along and, and the president is talking about protecting unborn, you know, in the third trimester and all that, and you can't get any applause from so many on the left. It just doesn't that's disturbing to me. That's disturbing to me. You know, I am I am one hundred percent pro life. Folks know that. I, I believe in in speaking up for those who can't speak for themselves, that's actually in the in the Bible, Proverbs thirty one eight. You know, uh, be a voice for those who don't have one, and and so I, you know, and I think that if anybody, the unborn, and and I don't say that with any judgment or condemnation to anybody who's engaged in an abortion. Y'all know me; I, I wouldn't do that. Life happens; things happen, but I'm I'm going to do everything that I can to defend the unborn. And so it concerns me. I mean, when things get so radically left, and and just wild ideas come out there, and, and you want to basically, I don't know. I I think Hank Johnson needs to. Uh, you know, Hank was the uh, Hank was the one who said that uh, you got to be careful about putting all those people on Guam because it might tip over. So maybe they need <laughs> to add an addendum to the Green New Deal and, and make sure that it uh, Guam stays buoyantly upright. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, here we go man here we go there's so much to have fun with and and uh yeah i don't know so what are we doing man what are we doing we got some new merch that came in we got some new shirts we're going to order some new hats we're revamping the watchchad.com website we got that coming uh in fact i have a big conference call we're going to start uh, that thing here quickly and get it done and um you know, we got our merchandise on there. You can go to watchchad.com. You can get our show schedule. Where are we going to be this week, Steve? Where are we at? San Angelo, Texas on Tuesday. February 12th. That's right. Tuesday. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Will you be my Valentine? Yes.
1: Wichita Falls, Texas. Will
0: you be my Valentine?
1: That's on, is that on Friday? Thursday. 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 And then on Friday, Salina, Kansas. Salina. Yeah.
0: Salina. Salina, Kansas on the 15th of February with our good buddy Vince Moreno. And then we're going to CPAC. We're going to be at CPAC Washington, D.C. Come hang out with us. We're going to be at the Blaze TV booth hanging out. We're going to be shooting some of Humor Me. Probably do a podcast or two from there. Got some fun guests that are going to be showing up and hanging out with us. And then then we're off to the races. we got some shows coming up in March. We're going to be in Seattle, Everett, Washington, actually. The historic Everett Theater, March 2nd. You can get those tickets right now and come back and see us. That's going to be our second time. Nice. I hope we sell it out again. I think so. People didn't think that we would. They didn't, think, they didn't so. think that we would, and then we're going to go over to Ramona, California, right outside of. We're actually, I think we're doing like two shows a night, two nights in a row. So it's going to be four shows, and uh, I'm probably getting the order of things all mixed up. And you guys are like, "What in the world are you talking about?" No, we go to uh, we go to Springfield, Missouri, March 9th. Everett, Washington, March second. Springfield, Missouri, March 9th. Then Ramona, March 15 and 16. Then we're headed over to Anaheim, California. April 5th in Modesto, California, April 6th. Then I'll be down in Lake Charles, Louisiana at the Golden Nugget, April 20th. Come on, hang with us. And I can't stress this enough. Go to WatchChad.com and get your tickets. If you live in Fort Worth, Texas, or any of the surrounding areas, join us May 4th at Chris Kyle Memorial Benefits, the 6th Annual Chris Kyle Memorial Benefit, because we want to serve those uh, who serve us. We believe that's our duty, and that, of course, was the mantra of the late Chris Kyle uh, it's going to be in Fort Worth, Texas at the Historic Stockyard, so come check us out and hang out with us. But uh, go to blazetv.com slash Chad. Get what you got to get in uh, like seven bucks a month. Use uh, promo code Chad. Get you some party files, Steve. Do you like the way the shows are coming out? I like the way they're coming out. You look good on it. Thank you. I don't. It's... We got to talk about the lighting and how that GoPro did on us in the truck on this last episode. It looked like there was a filter on us. It was almost too bright. Really? Yeah, I thought I looked really good. Wait till I show you. You looked good. I didn't. Oh. Wait, wait till you. I show you on a big screen here in a minute. Oh no, we I'm were a little bit, but we don't have a lighting guy. I've only watched it on my phone. I haven't
1: watched it on anything bigger than my phone. Yeah, it's a
0: whole new experience on a bit, on an eighty-inch television, which is what I've got upstairs. Oh, now you have TV envy. Yeah. Okay. Hey, guys, I want to encourage you. I know everybody's afraid of dying, but too many of you are afraid of living, so I I want you to live your life to the fullest. Don't be afraid to live, okay? Go out there and do that, and we hope we see you out on the road. We love you guys. You make our life possible. We're going to be with you over and over and over again on the Chad Prather Show, coming to you bigger, better, badder than ever Woo! on Blaze TV, Blaze Media. I love you guys. I will talk to you again very soon. Oh, and guess what? Here's some other big news. You've been used to one podcast a week? Get ready. Chad Prather Show is going to be coming to you four times a week. Somebody say, come on with it. Come on with it. Amen. That All right. We got to go to the office yeah, we're going to every have to, day. We're going to have to like get out of bed in the morning and Ugh. talk. So, yeah, you're going to love it. I promise you. Hang in there, guys. We love y'all. We'll see you next time on the Chad Prather Show. God bless you.